Ready, go. Totally flashy. We're here, totally attached to the pad, ready to talk about the career of Parata Morgan on Lucha Classica number 14. Did I get it right, Fredo? I thought we were going to talk about Siki Osama, too. Yeah, but I couldn't find my tapes of Siki Osama or Siki Asuma, too, or Segundo. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the name Parata Morgan worked under early in his career. Very briefly, before he became Rex Morgan. Rex Morgan. I like Rex Morgan. Yeah, it sounds like a porn star. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? it? Actually, it was the name of, wasn't that the name of like a... a Cartoon. Was. I think there was a cartoon strip doctor in the in the funny papers in the '60s called Rex sh- Morgan, yeah, MD. I wouldn't would be shocked if there's a poor starting Rex. Rex, yeah, he, he teams with Luke Rockhold of the UFC, <laughs> Lucas Hardcock, I think was or something like that. Uh, so no, we, uh, we are going to be talking about one of the greatest wrestlers who has ever stepped in the quadrilatero. Uh, the self-proclaimed best wrestler in the world. Remember, that's his nickname. That's true. Yes. Yeah, el mejor I will say one of the best. I'll say I'll say I've never sat down and made a top ten list, but I can guarantee you Parata Morgan. Is he in your top ten? Yes. In just Mexico or worldwide? Worldwide. Worldwide, really? Wow. Yeah. Who's at the top of the list? Well, Negro Casas, I yeah. think you know that. <laughs> Misawa. Uh Misawa Where does Halkit rank it? <laughs> This is a Lucha Classica off to a very is, is, Yeah, is there is there a landfill nearby? Because I think uh, Hellkid uh, de- deserves to be at the top of the landfill, <laughs> along with the, the rodents and the seagulls. Um, no, Misawa is one of those guys who I just am amazed how he could work any style similar to the way Owen Hart could if he wanted to. Yeah, I mean, because he worked with a lot of, well, one of the guys he worked with against, Pirata Morgan. He worked against Luchadors. And yes, he, he could hang with the. He could deal with. You know, he blended in with those guys well. Uh, there were some Japanese wrestlers who it took them a while to figure the, you know, mm-hmm. lucha style. He pretty much he just he just understood how to work with um, anyone. Really. Absolutely, he's a master. He was a yeah. master. Yeah. And Pirata Morgan was really good too. So it's not. So we have a lot to talk about, and uh, I can give you my impressions of. The times I've seen him, including several times live, and... Uh, we just saw him live, like, two years ago. Yes, we... Uh, almost three years three ago years now. Ago. At, um... Against Alley Park. That's right. And it was a tag match. It was a six-man tag. Six-man tag. It was the Legends Night. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was... Uh, Jalisco was in that match, wasn't it? Jalisco was in that match. Another uh, guy we'll be talking about in this, because of the... Absolutely. Incorrect There's information. A, we, incorrect Wikipedia. information. And, uh, yeah, that surprised me. Uh... Well, we'll get into that earlier. We'll we'll tell you people it involves uh, Morgan losing his eye. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, what we're going to do on this show is give you an, an overview of his career from when he started to how he lost his eye, his time on really two really good trios, one of the all time greats in Los Infernales, um, the Bucaneros, um, becoming a really good singles wrestler, his rivalries with what El Dandy. Vampiro. M-A-S-A Uno Masacre. Satanico. Jeez, uh, there's a lot of guys. Totally. And his time in AAA as part of Los Consagrados, teaming up with Tejano. There's, there's also that awesome match he had with Volador. Oh, that's right. That and, was a great match. Right. We, we what, must I talk about like, that I at some point. I like a long time ago. I yes. That. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a bloodbath, too. 
Um, and then there's a the his independent run post Triple A, mm-hmm. which you know he's pretty much. And you know it's it's funny because you look at him now, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think he was a great wrestler as far as bump taker and stuff. Never, like that. yeah. And now nowadays you see him, it's like oh he's just an old, overweight wrestler, and you know also he's very like he's one of those old guys who doesn't like uh, current wrestlers. Like, yes, he's always trashing them, which is really disappointing because you would think his style, the way he wrestled, you would have thought he would have really liked some of what I would think so too. I, I, you know, I guess I, which it's not uncommon in any branch of the biz where you you're observing stuff, and your generation still was, thinks was better. Was better, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's always it's been that way since the business started in the early 1900s but you know that said it is a little disappointing when they can't kind of observe that hey it's different but these guys are dedicated to yeah you know it's weird because sometimes he'll like bring up stuff that he doesn't understand the logic behind behind certain things but he he goes back to like just trashing the young guys whereas Nero Navarro his problem is he doesn't understand the logic of some of the stuff that they're doing like jumping off of the top of the balcony Mm -hmm. and you know guys waiting and standing there for like you know, a couple of seconds for the guy to land. Where they're staring at the person yeah, so about to jump into their arms. Stuff, yeah, there's some stuff where Navarro says it, and you're like, you know what? He has it makes point. sense. It makes sense. But, you know, also it's entertainment, so I can understand, like, you know, not everyone's going to like yes. what I like or what Negro Navarro likes. So it's like you kind of have to understand that. And Although, you know, when he says it's not drawing, it kind of does make sense. That does make sense. Well, and... and, and uh, also, I'm certain when Parata and Negro Navarro were young men, there was somebody in their 50s who was who could legitimately point out stuff they're doing that didn't make sense that the the previous generation well, didn't partake in. Negro Navarro when um, and Pirata, first of all, Pirata Morgan, how he lost his eye is <laughs> probably why he's a he doesn't like a lot of dyes and stuff like that. <laughs> this uh, is true. This and is true. Negro Navarro, one of the things he talks about is how he had to change his style from being with the Misioneros where they were a mm-hmm. rougher faster you know pace style to like just going to the maestro style because he couldn't do any of that stuff or he knew he was going to start suffering injuries and he didn't want to deal with that so i could understand that so you know that's very cool that's that's one of the more interesting things about this um podcast we're going to see like the the highlights of pirata morgan when he was a crazy you know rudo to like the older grumpy you know, <laughs> not willing to do certain things in, in, in the ring, you know, so this will be a this will be an interesting, a podcast. very interesting yeah. podcast. And uh, tell people who want to hear this edition of the podcast how they can subscribe. Yeah, so if you want to hear the entire podcast, you have to sign up to Patreon at our Patreon page, which is patreoncom uh three dollars or five dollars, and you get this podcast and a bunch of other uh, podcasts. I think this is the fourteenth episode. Did one with it, Dr. Lucha Steve Sims that you missed on LA <laughs> Park. Mm-hmm. I think you regret not doing. I uh, of course I do. So you're gonna do you're gonna do the La Parca one. <laughs> <laughs> the AAA La Parca one. <laughs> I think I'll be doing I think I'll be doing that one solo because everybody. Oh, are you sure you? I can't do the Casas Negra one. Uh, yeah, if Casas Negra we'll ever. Have to do a Negra Casas one for sure. We definitely have to do a Negro Casas one. That will be the three-hour one. Yes, that three-hour edition, two one, parts. We'll, we'll try to go for like an hour night. <laughs> okay, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this should be a really fun podcast. A lot of information in this one, 
and uh, sign up ASAP. It should be a really groovy time. Okay, hip cats.